All right, man. It's been a minute. Back in the building, man. Real Chat Podcast coming at you. Brand new episode. Let's go. Yeah, 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 man. Got a fresh new episode for y'all. Real chop, man. Real chop, man. We back in the building, man. Just uh, want to get on here and kind of have a nice little conversation with uh one of my good friends, uh, like a little brother to me, man. And um, caught his kid, turned grown man, and now. <laughs> Now just trying to get his own thing out here, man. Let me uh first introduce you guys to Julia Pfeiffer. Uh I'll be interviewing my man. Uh you know who it is. Julius Harris, you know, real chop podcast, man. Let's go ahead and go into it, man. Um, what you been doing with yourself, man? Go and introduce yourself to the people, man. Let them know what you got going on and what you up to. Oh, well, I want to start by saying uh, thank you for having me on Real Chop, man. No problem, no problem, man. I love the introduction. You are like a big brother to me. I said when we first met, I knew it was gonna be like a real relationship. Yeah. We got Julian and Julius, and then our birthdays. Right, so, a day apart. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> then I submit to don't say we was over there uh, killing on the Uno on the on the, on the cell phones, man. That right. you know I was talking bad shit on Uno because I'm real nice on that Uno shit. Yeah, so yeah. let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh yeah, I'm I'm Julian, aka Juru. Okay. Uh, I'm, I just live in the moment. Try to be a mirror, and I'm just here to to do my part to make the world a little bit better, a little bit easier for people that look like me and come from the same, you know, positions that I came from. Okay, so just not like uh, once you do like a little background on yourself as far as like um, schooling and everything like that. So far as like even like the difference in like uh, you, when you started from high school and like kind of transitioning yourself to wanted to go to college and and really like thinking like college would be for me because like you know now college ain't for every kid people don't like to go i mean people just usually get a job or something like that like for instance like myself i mean i tried college a couple years but uh just really wasn't feeling it too much so i was like nah it's not for me so like what um what inspired you from knowing right out of high school you really want to go into college and for our listeners like let me just kind of update you guys like he's been in college for nine years now and you have received your degrees in psychology okay and i'm working on my master's in sports exercise performance site okay so so right now before we even go into like what kind of keeps you going to college like once again people like uh who you are and uh and what do you do like as of like right now uh on a daily basis? Well, on a daily basis, right now I'm just uh working on building like my brand in a way. I'm into CBD. I'm into mindfulness. I'm into wellness, holistic wellness. So uh, I just work on making myself, you know, just calm relatable to the world. I do a lot of research on just where the world is going. Uh, and my mission out here is just to link up greatness. So I try, I go 
I look at business. I'm a real business-minded, focal person um, in any range. It's not just psychology. It's like what makes, you know, just makes people better. And I really look into my friends and see where they are trying to go. And also my mentors. So when I meet people, like I said, I like to be in the present moment because I like to really see who this person is, what they do, how I can influence their life and how they can influence mine. And when I, when I connect with people like that, I know that you can get stuff rolling. I can find out more about them and find out more about me. And I can just give my mission on just linking up great people to, uh, together to like really build anything that we need to. We need drive. We need truck drivers. We need people <laughs> who, who farm. We need people who know how to run businesses. Um, any type of business. We need people who are in um, health, uh, people that's in the arts. I'm, a, I'm also an event planner. So, yeah, we just need people with just insight and want to give it away. Not like give it away for, for free, but like just know that you have to give it away to like build what you really want to see in life. So that's basically what I work on. Exactly. So what So what kind of puts you to this vision like, like as you start to as you starting to get older now, like, was this already kind of, like, you kind of invested in this situation, like, when you were, like, in high school or kind of, like, kind of grew as you started to go to the college uh, field? Well, it was weird, man, because as a kid, I always wanted to be somebody that helped other people and understood, like, other people and understood what I was going through. Like I said, I was a People think I was a quiet kid, but I was an observer as a kid. I like, I really lived in the moment. So, uh, as a kid, I always wanted to help people. Always wanted to have people understand me and uh, help them help help myself understand them. So, when it comes to just like thinking about school, I knew I had to go to school. Um, I first started in elementary school. I went to like predominantly black Christian school. Mm -hmm. So, like, all my teachers, like, they had to have some type of degree to teach you. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's how I kind of knew about college. And it was all, it was pushed on us. Like, because I'm 28 years old, so around the late 90s, early 2000s, more more black people were really going to college. So, more people were talking about it. And uh, I had family members that were the first people to graduate, and they, family, so it just kind of trickled down, like, all right, yeah, I know I'm going to go to school. So I right. have, like, one of those, I have to go to school. Right. So, like, I always knew I was going to go to college. I thought it was just, you know, just a normal thing for me. Like, but uh, I really didn't know what I wanted to go to school for. I just know I wanted to help people, man. Right. So now, like, looking at now, like I said, we uh, touched on before, like, being in college, uh, you know, for nine years, and basically, like, through all those years, I'm kind of pretty sure it's been definitely ups and downs and, you know, trials and tribulations, uh, like, what goes with just life, like, um, is any of those things that happen made you be like, nah, I don't want to do college no more, or what kind of make you just kind of keep going as far as, like, I just want to stay in college, I want to keep going, keep moving, and, and not give up? Oh, well, one thing, I stopped, for real, for real, stopped college. I stopped college one time. 
And that was because before I actually went, like I said, I wanted to go to college, but I'm a person that I've always been a person that likes to be in the right space, in the right place. And at the time, after I graduated high school, I didn't feel like I was in the right space or a place to, like, actually go to college and be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to stay at home and go to technical school. Okay. But uh, I, I was a pretty smart kid, and I come from a single-parent home. Just my mom. She raised me and my brother. So when other people, you know, just looked at our lives and saw that, oh, man, you can go to a real school, uh, run track, like, this and that and the other, it was like one of those things that like people kind of gas the situation mm-hmm. instead of trying to understand the situation. Right. Like, understand like who I really am and what I've been actually going through and if I actually am ready for college. It was one of those things like you're good in school. You know, you can go do it. And that's come from just a lot of people not ever, ever going to college and knowing what it is. So uh, went off to college my first year Ended up getting accepted. So, shoot, I ended up getting accepted into the college that I went to first a week before I got sent there. It was one of those things I was dragging my feet when it came to college. First of all, I didn't know from the beginning how to pick, you know, what college jobs that will benefit me or even look into college. Uh, my advisors at my high school wasn't the greatest. Uh, I went from a predominantly black school middle school and then high school I went to predominantly white uh shoot same kind of faith base with Christianity but it was different it was Luther so um basically like when it came to college it came to sports it wasn't like really educational so I ended up going to Minnesota wasn't ready uh failed my first semester because I just didn't know I didn't know the hardships of college. I didn't know what, was, uh, what you're supposed to do, what you're not supposed to do, what you're supposed to have, how financial aid works. So, yeah, with that junk, Thanksgiving break. <laughs> 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 I came home at 8 and did not go back. Mm. So, uh, left that. But when I came back home, like I said, I always knew I wanted to go to college. I knew I wanted to be in college. Like, I loved school. But when I came back home, it was just like, I felt like, I felt like a failure. Like, I felt like I let, you know, my mom down. I let, felt like I let my brother down, my little sister down, the other family members that were rooting for me, you know, during this time. But as I sat with myself and, you know, felt bad that I, you know, I didn't, like, I didn't accomplish what, other, what people thought I was going to accomplish. So the same people I was worried about, you know, wasn't really, uh, wasn't there when I was at home. So it kind of like that, letting other people down, feeling was like, yo, that ain't even a real feeling. Like, you ain't really let nobody down. If you let people down, they're going to still be there. They're going to still rise. Mm-hmm. So... Just when I knew that I was uh, supposed to go back to school and talk to my mom about it, ended up going to technical school like I wanted to. Uh, that was pretty difficult because then when I came back home, I started working, working like full time. Mm-hmm. So actually working a job and going to school, so it was a little bit different. Like you got to have a lot of time management, 
time management skills, and you gotta be disciplined because school is boring. <laughs> like, it's very boring, and then when you go to work, like work boring, but you getting the check. Right. Like you can right. see what you what you getting. Right. Out of school, like you can you can learn all the you can read all the little books. You can be, look at all the PowerPoint. You can take a test, not do that well, and then think like, damn, like I was really in here for three months, four months, right. and I ain't get nothing out of this. Right. And if you was at work. You gonna see your check all the time, so mm-hmm. like that's what I was going through during that time. So I kind of like put school like I wasn't full focused on school. I kind of put it to the side and kind of uh, did it part time. What to say? But during this time, I changed my major. When I first went off to school, I wanted to be a pharmacist. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, it all comes back. I wanted to be a pharmacist. Uh, Man, growing up, I always saw medicine. Uh, I'm a person that I was born with asthma, so my asthma med- med- medication was very expensive. But like, we was on state insurance, but you still see, I'm like, I was a, I observed every, I observed everything. So like, I look at my prescription and look what the ingredients is and look what the price is. I'd be like, dang, like. At first, I thought moms was balling, like, hey, you spent 300 on my medicine. But then when you got older, you know, you learned about insurance and stuff like that. But uh, so I wanted to make medicine because I knew that that was something that we all was going to need. It was going to keep creating. Pharmacists make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, oh, and my, my mindset during that time was, like, make a lot of money. Make sure your family did to find you a wife and then make you some kids. Like right. that was that was my like mindset right there. So I make this cash do that. So like I told y'all that first semester out there was terrible. I learned that I did not like chemistry no more. Uh prior to you know getting out there I actually shadowed a pharmacist and his job was very easy. Mm-hmm. And he didn't really do nothing like he really set up the computer and like scrolls all day and then the text would come in and be like, yo, this is such and such prescription. He'll look at it and make sure that it was right or up to code and right. he did it right and then he just send it out. So like pharmacists didn't do nothing. Right. And he's like the only reason he feel like he don't do nothing in his job for real is because he took ten years right to go to school. So it's right. like it's one of those things like we gonna pay it. He feel like the world automatically pays it forward to people who with school all these years right. or something that yeah you gotta know like, right. you gotta be smart but at the end of the day it's directions to this shit like, right. any job in the world mm-hmm. directions to it so people are getting right so um i kind of said like oh man it's gonna be sweet i could do this i have free time i'm just thinking about all this like going into that mode knowing not really knowing the person that i am right so Come back home. I'm like, I don't want to do that pharmacy junk. So I do love people. I do like helping people. And I have a family that's into like nursing and CNA and just care, just caregiving in general. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, maybe nursing would be, you know, a good thing for me. So, uh, you know, MSTC is a great nursing school. A lot of great nurses uh, graduate from there and, and become great and do great things. So I was like, let me try that. Um, like I said, I was doing part time and doing school. 
man, anatomy was kicking my butt because you had to be in there for like going three days in a row and you were there for like three hours, man. So that was kicking my butt, slow down on that. And just really focusing on working. But then I started not making a lot of money. And right. that I can make more money if I stay stuck in stay stuck in school. Like right. if I go to school, like I, it's gonna pay off. I'm gonna have more money. Like, right. I'm gonna be in a better position to pick whatever job I wanna do. Mm-hmm. Like just so I was like, all right, let me put my more focus on more focus on school and let me find out what I really wanna do. And this is around the time Paul George like broke his leg going to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I told y'all I was in anatomy, y'all. We were learning about just, you know, muscles and blood and like, everything that you learn in anatomy. And he injured his leg, and that's when I they start talking about kinesiology and sports psychology mm-hmm. that he needed, you know, that he needed to be treated. And I'm like, shoot, I like, I want to take care of people. I do the science junk. Like, I love sports, and I that's what I that was my main goal before, right. you know, academic stuff. I like, I love sports, so I can take this and just go work in the sports world and get sports with kinesiology or whatever. So I switched my major to that. Uh, got back into anatomy class. Started enjoying it more because I had more of a vision on what I wanted to do in my life. And um, I was almost, I was, I ended up transferring to UWM because MATC doesn't have a kinesiology mm-hmm. program. For so I ended up transferring to UWM. Um, still working full time, and y'all was crazy. Is when I got into like a university, it got somewhat easier. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it got easier is because from a technical school to a university, the technical school like, puts you through more hours. Okay. Like they work you a little bit harder. So, like, when you do transfer, the university can be like, all right, this is legit. Like, you done did the work you're supposed to that match up to the work we give in, you know, our students. So, and I feel like that's unfair because it's the same thing. Same book. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> it's the same book. Right. So it's like, same work. So that's just unfair. So when I got to you know, uh, UWM, it was kind of easy. The work was somewhat easier. I had mm-hmm. to spend less time on it. Right. And I could work. I could work more. Right. So I started getting, you know, both. I was eating my cake. I was getting my cake and eating two at school. Like, right. oh, I'm getting some money and I can go to school. But, you know, that's when I started learning how to really take tests. I'm like, I'm in there. This is my, like, fourth, just, like, my fourth year. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm already, like, no, I done switched my major, like, three times. Like, I kind of learned to code how to take tests and right. write papers right. now. So, it's like, I don't really have to study. I just got to look on exactly what they put on these rubrics, what they put on this syllabus, and just attack that when I, can, when I want to and when I need to. And boom. So... Fast forward to um, two semesters away from uh, finishing my kinesiology degree. And once again, I sat with myself. I'm like, yo, are you really ready to graduate? Like, you only, you don't even know this stuff for real. Like, right. You only study, you cram this stuff to pass. Right. So it's like, bro, how you gonna, how you gonna get a job for real? You gonna get pushed out in the real world. Right. The real world gonna ask you some stuff and you ain't gonna be able to like right say nothing you learn. So they not gonna accept you. Like you're not gonna get a job here. 
not gonna get a job nowhere because you don't know this stuff. You can't fake this stuff. Right. Like you not a faker in general. So I sat with myself. I talked to this is when I like start exploring UW real for real. Start going in offices. Like I was already talking to my professors and teachers and stuff like that before. But this is when I really start going to different rooms and different buildings. Like, hey man, it's my school, I'm paying. I'm I'm struggling right now to find out what I want to do. How y'all gonna help me? Right. So um, hold that right there. Let me um we're gonna uh start right there at that point. Uh let me plug in um this break. Uh I want everybody to go check out uh my cousin um beard and beard line. It's called uh J Ryan Collection. Um to reach out to that, go to www.jryancollection.com slash shop. And he also has a spot on 1862 West Lac Avenue in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, go there, um, they get your beard together, get you caught up, man. Uh, definitely uh, support black business, and definitely it uh, it works. Trust me, it works. I will see, I've seen this so far, and it definitely works for sure. So, yep, go ahead, check that out. J Ryan Collections, and uh, if you guys want to, you guys can uh, reach him on Instagram at J Ryan Collection on Instagram, but yeah, so. We uh kind of have a conversation here with Julian Pfeiffer as far as um, college and what's the pros and cons to being a college student and um, understanding it. So now we get to a point now where you say you don't switch majors or just don't know like kind of what you really want to do in school. Like how do you how do you kind of keep going when like you really don't know? And I think that's the reason like why I didn't really go college because like i couldn't figure out like what i want to do at that age like 21 like when you graduate high school you'd be like man i just want to kind of just like be done with school for a minute figure a few things out and then and then maybe i go back and then i know that's the bad thing because when you do that you never go back you really don't so like as a change all these majors and like not knowing did that kind of frustrate you like damn i don't know if i'm even gonna finish i don't even know if i even want to do this no more like was you in that mindset, like, where you just felt like that, or? Oh, yes and no. Because I always, like I said, I always had a vision that, like, school was for me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I could quit a long time ago. Like, I could have became a manager at my Walgreens. Or I could have started working for the bus company because I have a lot of family in these days. That's, that was their job, like, mm-hmm. but being bus drivers and stuff like that, I was like, I never seen myself being just a, like a worker out here. Mm-hmm. You know, not even this, not to say it like that, but I never seen myself as just a worker. I saw myself more as like learning some stuff and then running some stuff. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really know about entrepreneurship. Right. So like college was the only thing I knew that you can learn some stuff and you can work some Right. And kind of be your own, your own man. If you are, even if you are working for a company, you kind of still your own man because you can float. You can right. And right. That is what like really kept me, you know, going and knowing that shoot, I need this. Yeah. I don't, I ain't gonna do nothing but end up exactly like, you know, a lot of a lot of my family members. No, no, like I love their life. They love their life. So it's like nothing to them, but it's like I've seen that life already. Right. Yeah, I want to see something different. I want to hear something different. 
So where did the push come from, like, for you to kind of keep going, like, in, in college? Like, you know, from the point, like, going from UWM, now you're currently attending UW-Green Bay now. So what is the push that kept you going to go from that school to this school? Oh, man. I said, uh... When I switched my major the last time in psychology, which was uh, 20, 2018, so 2018 when I switched my major to psych, I just started learning more about myself, more about my family, more about like just what's mentally going on in our people and what's going on like just physiological, psychological, spiritual. In, in the community and in, in the world in general, and I'm a big person on religion. Like I said, I I don't went to my both my middle school and high school was like religious schools, so like I was always into a higher power, and I just wanted to understand like all right, the world was made, for, you know, what was, what was the world made for? So like doing psychology, I just learned more and start connecting. And after I graduated, it was like, oh, man, like that two years, it just flew by. Like I was connecting just with people with work, uh, connecting with my homework, connecting with my family, connecting with my own self spiritually and mentally. So I started just feeling good and feeling better. So that is what pushed me to keep going because like, I ain't never felt this good in my life. And I accomplished something and it's really helping me like build on things I want to see. And... Uh, how I just navigated in the world. So it came back to sports. You know, UW Green Bay had a, had a program called uh, Sports Exercise Performance Site. And this program just works on the mental side, the mental side of the game. So we can be elite, but we can be, you know, the game is 90% mental. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, these players, they, they are all physically almost, they almost all physically match. Like, to get to the NFL or to get to the NBA or to get to, to the elite level in pro sports, there's already like a, a, a like a diagram that you, that, that's automatic. Like, it's mm-hmm. in the DNA. Right. You know, but to get, the, get to a higher level, you gotta be mentally tapped in. So, I was like, yo, this would be cool to work with just people who automatically working hard, who have worked hard to get to where they at, and they just need like a boost. Right. You know, because before, like, that's what psychology is. That's what therapists do for regular people. So um, before I got to school, I was working with, you know, the youth um, that's underserved. And, you know, that's what the program was supposed to be working on goals and trying to figure out what would get them, you know, get their life better and all the other stuff. And it was very hard. Like, it was hard because these kids, was, they were beyond that. Like, they needed more help. You can't just come in and talk to those about kids who ain't never heard them from their own parents or, like, don't know their own parents, though. So it's like, right. you can't talk to no kid about that. So right. um, it, it was making my job harder and making me, like, kind of regret what I was doing. And I was like, you know what? I got to do this for athletes. So it's just really just pushing me right now. So I can um, come back and do my own thing in the city. Like I said, I want to make up greatness. And I believe through this sports, um, this sports path, 
I can come back home, you know, build my own program and start with the youth and have a sports impact and really learn you know, from shoot the ground up. Okay. So, okay, I definitely man, I definitely like I said appreciate uh me having this uh conversation with you, like a little touching into uh the college uh life and basically like what you going to school for and um are you going to school for this but um we definitely uh i definitely like to have you come back and like basically kind of really go in depth details about as far as like you know working with kids and like what they're not understanding and definitely um letting us know like what can we do to help change the kids and education and everything like that what will help better you know for as a people so Man, definitely uh, appreciate you coming through. Like, we definitely have to get back and link back up again to kind of do this again, like, and kind of really, like, see what we can help at as far as, like, kids and everything. Thanks, man. I got to give y'all some more cons later, too, about college. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, definitely, guys, keep listening up, man. This um, Real Chop episode. Um, yeah, we just want to kind of keep going and uh, keep talking about real issues, real problems in the city and, and like, trying to push people to greatness and um, let everybody know like you're not alone you can help you have people that have been there and we all just trying to get better so i want y'all to have a good night man definitely uh thank you again julian for coming and joining me for a little while here and uh and we definitely get back up and link again appreciate y'all y'all have a good night